All right. Welcome, everybody. This is the Joe Danier podcast, episode number two. Spent the day yesterday filling out all of the summary forms and description forms for what this podcast will be. A little excited about what uh, it can become, uh, but just super interested in just getting started and, and getting things flowing. Uh, I, I have some interest in, in bringing up some topics, like I mentioned yesterday. Uh, you know, there, there's some things that we're a little bit afraid to talk about publicly. And because we just don't do a good job at doing it so that either we're, we're so safe that we end up not saying half the stuff that's on our mind because we're just afraid of the fallout from other people, or the other side where we say these things that have just tremendous shock value, and then we create so much of this divisiveness within our words that we no longer have anything to talk about. And so I've got to think of creative ways to talk about some of this stuff with intelligence. So to, to, to tell a story, we, I did uh, a talk radio show filled in for a, an afternoon uh, talk host uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, I listen to the program. I, I like talk radio. I'm kind of addicted to just listening to other people, you know, megaphone their opinions out there and then, you know, use it as fodder to, uh, it's just interesting to watch those conversations play out. Well, I didn't want to do the normal stuff. I knew what they were talking about. It was, they were just going over and over the same topic, saying the same thing. No new ideas were being presented. Everybody was scoring these little micro points. And it was just, I was disinterested in the, the dialogue so much that I went on the air and said, Hey, here's, here's the deal. I'm going to take a couple of the words you've been using a whole lot, and I'm going to basically uh, throw them out. You're not allowed to use them during this program. Feel free to talk about anything, but come at me with some ideas. Let's do some problem solving. And uh, I think I fragmented and fractured the listener base pretty good when when I came out with those rules. But I think overall, even though there were less people paying attention to the new uh, fabricated you know, dialogue that I was constructing, um, I think that the... The, the callers, like they all toned it down and they weren't so mad and angry and they were more interested in, in talking about things that were a little bit different. Like I could easily talk about food on a show, but you bring up COVID or you bring up, you know, any other radioactive topics and people go into their divisive mode where they stop listening and they can't wait to say what they wanted to say. Uh, and, you know, it's there's got to be a way for intelligent people to, to talk about this. I mean, I don't even necessarily think that most of us want to solve any of these problems. I think most of the time we just all want our opinions to get out there as if somehow if they, if somebody doesn't hear how we feel about it, they're not going to know how to behave the next day. They could put a lot of emphasis on how we feel about it and how we want that to affect and effectuate change in, in other people. Uh, and it's a big disappointment because even after you've said your thing, you don't when you don't see any change or you don't see people getting upset or you don't see reactions happening from it, I think it's just a little more frustrating that you didn't have an impact. And and uh, I, and I, I just want to, you know, me personally, I, I do want things to change. And I think I was born and, and I was given the gifts that I have uh, to, you know, make changes happen. But in different ways than than other people may have tried in the in the past and you know I'm, i want to be able to bring up any freaking topic on the planet throw it out there and i want my audience to expect how we're going to talk about it because if all we're going to do is regurgitate things that we heard uh, throughout the pundits that we trust i mean let's just be honest here uh, we don't have time to you know properly figure out how we want to feel about things so we outsource our opinions to a lot of the people such as those pundits, and then we just take those ideas and then high five each other, and and uh, and you know we we got our opinions um, from someone else, and that's you know there's there's not enough time to 
form all of our own opinions. And I, I'll film every once in a while, I'll be listening to somebody that I have a lot of respect for. And they will change their point of view on something. And I'll feel my own brain changing its point of view. And I'll wonder, what just happened? Like, do I, do I really feel differently, me personally? Or did my brain just go along with the, uh, the, the outsourcing to that other person? And then when I figured out that I didn't have that opinion in the first place, that I was super willing to just change things and go along with the new opinion. And I feel that I find that happening all the time. So if I'm guilty of it, I know most of you who aren't cognizant of it are, are equally as guilty. But I want to be able to throw out something that's controversial, uh, some provocative, and and try not to provoke the immediate responses that all of us have been exhibiting over the last, I don't know, as far as I can remember, and, and try to like dismantle and reverse engineer some of these topics. And uh, not, again, I don't, I don't know if, if the purpose is so that we fix things. I don't necessarily think that that's everyone's point of view. Maybe the disruptions and maybe, uh, you know, being, you know, maybe, maybe the fight is the purpose. And, uh, and maybe the, the symptom of those fights or those problems get solved or compromises get happen because of them. Uh, but I, like I said, I, I want to do it a little bit different and wrong or right doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to be, it's going to be sufficient for me if we can take something that's been eluding um, a lot of people smarter than us uh, from have getting anything done or coming up with some kind of solutions. If we can do it by just changing the schema a little bit or the filter of how things pass through. So I can bring up something like flat earth or COVID-19 or uh, time travel or physics or, you know, maybe maybe not in, you know, having your gut or your immediate response be the first thing that you want to say. We're going to like put it through this first filter that says, okay, so what's our end? Like, what are we trying to do? Do we want people to get along? Do we want to, um, you want to build the utopia? Do we want to uh, just be smarter than everybody else? Do we want to make a bunch of money with what we're about to say? Uh, so having a, a set of standards uh, through this program, here's what I want to do. I want to effectuate change in people. Like have give people the confidence to change their mind about something and be open to you know new constructive ideas where somebody who's you know really dug in on how they feel about something maybe taking a little bit of doubt I mean, you know, erode some of that confidence and have a little bit of doubt that maybe, you know, you or people you know aren't as smart as you thought you were or didn't know as much as you thought you know. And I want to I want to plant that seed of doubt so maybe it opens you up to more possibilities. Because when I when I say that, you know, when I use those examples about flat earth, there's some of you out there that would take a chunk out of me for just suggesting that a topic like flat earth could be entered into some kind of academic arena, right? But then when you hear me after I presented it, you're like, oh, okay. Well, so you just stay tuned for that show because I think a lot of you, uh, when I bring uh, some guests on and, and some people who are real big believers, and these aren't like dummies. These aren't dunces in, in, in your, uh, your neighborhood. These are people who, um, you know, can hold some logic and they can present their idea and, and they have true belief in what they're feeling. And I'm, I can't, especially in some of these realms, I, I can't totally say you're wrong, right? Because I think everybody is wrong. I think everybody's perspective uh, could be altered and, and through certain criteria, you can have the whole thing dispelled. And 
I'm give you an idea of that. So let me share and give you some details what I mean by that. So if you are, um, if you believe in your your perspective, right? That means that all of the information that you gather enters your analog eyeballs and is translated up to your brain. And it requires, you know, most of our perceptions and most of our experiences are vision-based. So things we see, right? And so you have to have sort of like a trust authority between uh, light that enters your eyeballs and can be translated down to ideas. And then what you see is what you believe, right? And so what if you can roll that back and mistrust light or mistrust your eyeballs or mistrust the input that's entering your brain? If there's anything along the path that something could be manipulated, let's just say you've all seen the uh, the dress or the sneakers that some people see one way and some people see another way, right? So all of that was just light. All of that was, the, it was the same light. It was the same materials. It was the same stuff. But the perception was that it entered people's brains a little bit differently. And it's like a, a small version of that. But what, what would happen if you rolled that back and said, what if environments can manipulate the light that enters your eyeballs? What if you could bounce a basketball and you could bounce a basketball from a distance away and the your ears will pick up the sound at a different uh, at a different interval than the light picked up the bouncing of the ball. So you see the ball bouncing, but then the the sound waves don't enter your brain or enter your ears for a little bit. You know, uh, it takes a little bit longer to get there. What if your brain could actually slow down the receipt of data? and line up the audio and visual so they match. So what really your, your perception is that you're, you're inter- interpreting an event after it has already occurred because your brain slowed down the visual input to match up with the auditory input. So in, an, in effect, you have you know, data that has been manipulated by your brain for a practical end, but still... It was changed. So the trust authority on light and perception can be skewed, right? And so I'm not saying that you're going to mistrust visual data, that it's all skewed. But when you start talking about things of scale, then those manipulations or the inaccuracies of the margins of error scale with it. And so, and I, I didn't, you know, this is a whole show's worthy worth of stuff, but I wanted to set that out there that we could bring up a topic, but we can explain it where um, I'm not saying that I know anything more than you do. I'm going to throw out some, you know, maybe some doubt that we can talk and explain things and have people that are smarter than us either dispel or not. And I'm cool with someone saying that, uh, you know, that, that, that I'm wrong or that this train of thought is unhealthy. And, and that's cool. That's, you know, it's what, why this, these thought experiments go down is to challenge the status quo to elicit change and figuring out whether or not that change is worthy of, uh, you know, the energy and, and risk that comes along with making those changes happen. So that's, that's the beauty of what we're embarking on is that we're, uh, you know, I want to do it different and I don't know exactly uh, what is going to be different about it, whether or not it's going to be different in any value or there's anybody uh, that has any interest in hearing about things that are 
uh, put through a different uh, prism. And But I'm super interested, and that's why I'm going to dedicate the time to uh, going through some of these really old, hashed out, you know, uh, arguments where people have, I just don't think it's time for a lot of these perceptions to, um, you know, to, to be put in the acknowledged or, or proven category. And it's worth taking some of them off of the shelf and talking about them in a different way and see where it goes. So uh, this is, you know, part two of the intro of what we're going to do with this show. Uh, I don't have the, uh, the guest uh, pick the date yet, but the next program that we come on with is going to be guest oriented. So be prepared for that. But this is intro number two. And just the what, what, what I have in mind, um, this is free flow thought about what I have in mind, what this show is going to become. Uh, and I want to make sure that uh, we start connecting with an audience that uh, sees perceived value, sees, gets, can get something away from this and maybe uh, start looking at some decided things in your own world and putting them, giving, adding, adding some doubt and seeing if you see, come to the same conclusion in, in real scientific method. So, uh, I'm going to sign off for now and we will come back. Uh, I really appreciate those of you who are listening to the program and I'd appreciate uh, if you tell anybody, tell some people about uh, this program and uh, make sure that you subscribe to this program on your favorite podcasting platform. Take care, guys. We'll see you next time.